Welcome back to BTW Altafila Workshop here at the database. And now we're finally going to jump into Slichos with a focus on the Slichos for Asara Bateves. So, obviously, in a future uh, session, we'll have to devote a workshop to Slichos for other fast days and Slichos of Yamim and Arayim. But really, Slichos is Slichos, so a lot of the tips will certainly overlap. And when we get into the particular pieces that are devoted to Asarabateves, so we'll drop the anchor to talk a little bit about what Asarabateves is, because that's obviously essential for the for the tefillah itself that, that we are reciting. But before that, let's go to slichos in general. Right? Most of the slichos start the same way, with the, with the line of slachonu going into kelarechapayimata. Okay, so we'll go through the, the general tips, we'll go through structure of slichos, and, of course, the Nusach of Slichos. So let's actually start with the Nusach for Slichos. So the Nusach for Slichos, for all Slichos, is basically the same, but there are aspects of Slichos that I feel like are frequently mixed up. So the way I think of it very simply, in Slichos, the way any the way any Baltfilo or Chazan should recite the Slichos, there is the minor and the major. Most of slichos naturally makes sense that it's in minor. It's more solemn. I don't necessarily, um, I don't know if I would say that it's sad, but it's definitely solemn. It's definitely serious, um, but sad songs are usually in minor. So there's the minor and then there's the major. Now, where does major belong in slichos? So you would think that, you know, slichos, which is more solemn, the major is usually happier. It's usually more climactic. So... It should then make sense that the parts of slichos that will end up being in major um, would be the parts that are culminating into something climactic, where maybe a part where you expect people to respond in unison, right? If the congregation is supposed to respond something, if the tzibor is supposed to respond something together, so that is typically introduced by a major note. So we'll have to do some demos just of this so you can understand what I'm talking about. But basically, um, the way it works very simply is the Slichos tune, which is also very similar to Yom Noraim tune. So it would um, it would uh, start off in, in minor, and then it goes into major, if you're going to end off on a major. Now, the reason I say it's frequently mixed up is that I've heard some Balai who are decent, you know, decent to Balai I wouldn't call them necessarily, you know, the most talented chazan you've ever heard, but decent Balai who, you know, very often when it comes to Slichos, they'll just throw up someone who who can, you know, get through basic Nusach um, of Davening. And so often, you know, they will default to the major. So I'll explain exactly what I mean. So let's just go right into it. So the first line of Slach Lanu, um, I think that Slach Lanu should actually start off as, just like I said before, starts off as minor and then goes into major. Because right after that, right after that line, people are going to go into Kelarach Apayim, which is a which is that climactic part where we're talking about God being slow to anger, and that's going to go into the Yidgimamidos Arachamim. So we, you can so that's a, a tell-all sign if we're going into the Yidgimamidos Arachamim that we are ready to do something in major. So you start off in minor. So it would be like this. Sorry, one second. 
False start. Here we go. Right, so that's it. So it starts off a little bit sad, but then it goes into the major. Right, um, if it would be going into minor, let's say you were, this was not ending off and going into the Yudkim Omida Sarachman, it would be. Um, or something to that effect. So then you go into Kel Rachapayim. Okay, so then um, usually I feel like this line is done mostly to major, the, the ending off line, which is talking about Hashem overlooking our sin and erasing the, the guilt, and then it introduces the Yudgim Omidus Rachman. So that, that part's actually in minor. And then this part is famous, everyone knows it. Right, and so then you say that very loudly, and everyone joins in for Hashem, Hashem Kirachem Vichanan. Right, so everyone, and everyone does the Yidkim Lomidos Um I like to, if I can, if I can, if my voice can project loudly enough after the Yidkim Lomidos Arachemim, I would like to loudly go back into the minor. So it would be like. Going back down into the solemn minor tune. Okay, then you have the same thing coming up again, where we're getting up to the Vayomer Hashem Slach Tikid Varecha. And everyone together says, And that's the idea. So, just again to remember, there's minor and major. We're going to come back to this too. Because another, another, like, um, you know, it could be we could just come back to it now, but um, where. Every fast day has its own particular slichos. Everyone knows if you're using the art scroll sitter, there's that piece, of, that, there's that part of the davening where it says, okay, and to continue um, to uh, to where, on all slichos days, continue on page whatever. So let's say it's the art scroll into linear. So it says turn to page 633 for Kel Melech and the conclusion of slichos. So the conclusion of slichos for all days is, is the same for all fast days. And a place where I would continue to use that ending would be just before Shema Kalenu. So that would be, I would do the entire thing in minor. I've heard people do, um, ending it off in major. I don't think that's a place to end off in major because you're, um, you're about to go into Shema Kalenu, for example, which is very solemn. Right, so I've heard people go, I don't think major is really appropriate there. I think that belongs in minor. So um, just to fast forward all the way to the end of Slichos over here, um, I would end off that entire part in minor. So it would be like this. Right, and that goes into the 
beautiful tune of Shema Koleinu Hashem Elokeinu Chus Rachim Oleinu Vikabel Barachamim Uvaratonehes Tefiloseinu Right, and the same thing for Hashivinu Hashem Elecha and Al Tashlicheinu Ofenecha and Al Tashlicheinu Leis Zikna and you get the idea, but the Nusach is basically the same for all of those parts. Okay, so... Um, but that, that, that's all the way at the end of Slichos. We are now about to get into the structure of most fast days Slichos, how exactly that looks. Um, so, for example, you'll have a similar model for Tainus Esther. But the way, um, the, the general gist of the structure of Slichos is very simple. We start off with that general Kehler Echapayim, and then you have Piyotim. So, to my understanding, at least this is true for Sarah Bateves, you have two longer piyotim. A piyot is just another word for a poem. Right? The piyotan writes, the, or the poet writes the piyot. And so there are two um, longer piyotim. That, um, they, it's often some kind of an acrostic, either alphabetical or it spells someone's name, usually the author. So you have those, and each one is followed by the Yirgim Omidus Racham, Mekel Melch Yoshev Rachamin. And then you have a pismon. So you have two piyotim and a pismon. And a pismon is also a piyot, but it's more musical, it's responsive. And there is a, and the nusach is basically the same for that. And that, that goes back to another one of those times where people, I think, mix up major and minor. They'll do the pismon um, and they'll end off each one in major. Now that, I think, takes away from the, the times that you're supposed to end off in major when it's supposed to be climactic. If you end off each line of the pismon in major, so then you lose that. Um, and it takes away from the solemn mood, I believe, that Slichos is supposed to evoke. So we'll get to that when we get up to the pismon. Let's talk a little bit about the piyutim. Right, this is the part where I issued you the challenge. I said, look at the davening a little bit beforehand. Look at the Slichos beforehand. Um, if you had a chance to look up what Asar Batavis is about, so as I, as I mentioned, Bez Rosh Hashem, we will have a real talk Torah and a Musar Minutes, both, to talk about um, Asar Batavis and what that means to us. And you should definitely still do some research and look it up. What's Asar Batavis? What are we fasting about on Asar Batavis? We're going to be fasting this Friday. But if you want to know a great place to look, look in the Slichos. So the first P.O. starts off, Elokeinu, Elokeinu, Elokeinu. And then it says, Ezkara Matsoka Shekara Ani, I shall recall the distress that befell me, Bishalosh Makos Bachodesh Hazehikani. Right, and it rhymes. With three blows in this month, he did strike me. So there are apparently three tragedies. And if you look throughout the body of this piot, and I think this piot is the most important for a Sarabateves, it, it enumerates the, the, the different things. So. We're not going to spend so much time talking about it in depth. I'll say it very briefly. Um, but the the main tragedy um, which happened on the 10th of Teves is the fact that the um, uh, Nebuchadnezzar, he surrounded, he sieged um, Yerushalayim on this day. And we're also fasting for two other reasons. On the 8th of Teves, so that was when Ptolemy um, had the Torah translated into Greek, right? That's the basis for the Septuagint and the, the 72 Zikanim were placed in solitary confinement. They had to translate the Torah into Greek. Um, in, you know, translation of the Torah, is that really a, a bad thing? Is it a, maybe, maybe some of us would think it's a good thing. So stay tuned for Real Talk Torah. We'll talk about that. 
Um, the ninth of Teves, so the Shulchan Aruch says that we don't know what happened, but the Slichos tell us, based on the Kolbo, um, that we had the death of Ezra HaSofer. Now the significance of that, you also have to tune into Real Talk Torah for an understanding of that, and most are minutes where we will address that as well. Um, probably in Real Talk Torah we'll address it. But anyway, what are things to look out for when you were doing the Slichos? So one thing, again, is look at the translation. Just learn the words. The other thing is that we mentioned, um, is that you have to be fluent in Tanakh to be a chazan. And that's because Tanakh references are thrown around left and right. And you, you, you'll, you'll notice fascinating poetic parallels and references to different, um, um, different events in Tanakh that don't really seem like they are immediately relevant. But yet you look here and all of a sudden they, you know, they, they're, they're used somehow. Right, so for example, there's a line here. It says, Tarof Taraf, Shefer, torn away on this day was the giver of sayings, or beautiful sayings, who Ezra Hasover. He was Ezra Hasover. Now, Tarof Taraf, where does that come from? That comes from our Parshius, right? The Yosef, Tarof Taraf Yosef. So it was actually interesting because um, there's some who say, um, uh, I know if Baruch Simon says his name, right? Baruch. Um, and it's not really based on any Roshonim, so that's why he, they, they employ the Lashon of Lulei Mistafina. If I wasn't afraid, I would say, I would suggest that um, also in Teves was Mechiras Yosef. There's some who say that maybe uh, Sarba Teves is, is also um, is mourning over Mechiras Yosef, though you would expect, if that's for sure true, that that would be in the Mepharshim, though it's certainly something we could think about now because we are learning about Mechiras Yosef in our Parshios. But that's just something to keep in mind. Um, other interesting references. So if you look in the second piece, which we didn't get up to yet, so I believe I saw something there. No, you know, I think uh, there was something that I saw in Tainus Esther. And when we get to Tainus Esther, I'll, I'll share that part with you. But in the meantime, so you just finished... Um, you said the, the paragraph of that you ask Hashem to incline your ear, and then we begin this piot. So... I think a good chazan will introduce the piyot. So then you start off the piyot. Good. Everyone's saying the piyot together. Try to give everyone enough time to say it. You try to say it as well, obviously. So that's what you're there for. And then we get to ending off. So ending off this paragraph, this piyot talks about the month of Teves and all the different things that happened to it. So it makes reference here. And this is going to go from minor into major. Why? Because you're going into the Yudgim Amidus Arachman. So, Yerach Teves Mo'od Loki Sivo Benishtanu Alai Sidre Nesivo Sarati Pashat Yigalili Tivo Omer Layom Adpo Savo I'm actually going to do that one again because I think I can come out better. Yerach Teves Mo'od Loki Sivo Benishtanu Alai Sidre Nesivo Sarati Pashati Galali Tuvo Homer Layom Adpo Savo So, okay, so very fascinating line. It says that the, um, um, I strayed, I sinned, may he reveal now to me his goodness, the one who tells the sea, only up to here may you go. So that's a very interesting line, apparently from Eov, but that, that has, um, that, that evokes some, I don't know, memory of perhaps. Um, but okay, so then we go into Fine, 
Now, there are different ways of doing Kehla Reisa. So I'll do a couple of different versions of how that sounds. Kehla Reisa lanu lo mar shlo shesrei, v'zachar lanu yom ha-bris shlo shesrei, k'mo sh'adat olav mikadem k'mo sh'akosuv, v'yered ha-shem v'yanon, v'yis yatsev v'yimosham, v'yikro v'shem ha-shem. Right, and everyone again, by Varshan Alpana v'yikro, the same thing as before. So you can do... Again, Kilaris, Lanoar, Shalosh, Esrei, Uzahar, Lanio, Habris, Shalosh, Esrei. Or similarly, Kilaris, Lanoar, Shalosh, Esrei, Uzahar, Lanio, Habris, Shalosh, Esrei. Kemosha, Dathlov, Nikadem, Kemosha, Kasuv. Or Kemosha, Dathlov, Nikadem, Kemosha, Kasuv. They're similar. Fine. And again, and for those who don't know, this line is just saying how um, it's describing how Hashem gets off of his seat of din, goes onto the seat of mercy, and he taught Moshe Rabbeinu based on the midrash that's quoted in the Gemara in Rosh Hashanah, I believe, that um, how Hashem taught Moshe the Shlosh Rachamim, and this is um, what Hashem taught us to do when we need Rachamim. Okay, so then you go into the next piyot, which is very similar um, in, in concept, but here um, um, it's apparently it's an acrostic. The author's name is Avram Bar Menachem Chazak, or Chazak is not a part of his name. But anyway, that's the, the acrostic, but the same thing. Look throughout the words. You'll find references to things in Tanakh, but also you'll have um, a poetic description of what the day is about. Okay, and then you end off. This is a small line that you're ending off, so it's going to be mainly major because it's all, it's a very short line. So if you have a very short line, it's going to have to all be a major. And then again, you go into Fine. So now let's let's um, drop the anchor for the pismon. So the pismon is a very long pismon. So we're not we're obviously not going to do every line here. But each line of the Pismon is telling us something about the day and about the tefillah that we're issuing to Hashem. But what's important for us, we're going to do maybe two or three lines of the Pismon, and then we're going to do the last line of the Pismon, because that's the important one where we are switching from our regular minor and going back into major, because we're going back to Kel Melchish, Shevach, Okay, so the first line is like this. So um, actually, I'll, let's just give some background. Um, it starts off with the word Avosai. So it says here in the art scroll, it says, the author of this prayer was the Tosis Rufa Ephraim of Regensburg, Germany. Um, and in, in there, apparently, um, his grandfather's name Avram and his father's name is Yitzchak, and his own name is Ephraim, and all these names are hidden in the Piyats. Okay, fine. So this is the Pismon. <clears throat> Avosai ki vatchu b'shem elokei tzuri kalu v'tzlichu v'gam asu feri u'meisu dachu halachu imokeri hayu halachu chasar adachodesh v'asiri. Right here, so we're we're not going off into major now. We're still in minor. Okay, that's the first line. So you say the first line, and then you wait for everyone to do the next line of the Pismon. Everyone does the, the first two. After they finish the second one, then you start the second one. I just know something interesting. Going back to the Tanakh references. So we just said on the 10th of the month, so the king of Bavel approached, 
the Tsar al Irakodesh he laid siege. Vinikra Rava Chovel and um and uh the the destroyer such as the Rava Chovel drew near. Now the reason why this is interesting is because Rava Chovel is a reference to a Pasuk in Yonah, which is talking about the captain of the ship. But the the Python here took a poetic liberty and he used the Rav HaChovel not to mean the captain of the ship, but Chovel is Lashon of Chavala, of destruction. So just to know that these kinds of things are in here. He took a Lashon from Yonah, Rav HaChovel, and he used it in a different context. Okay, and the same thing for the next line. Rishis Bikuro Rishis Acherem Shem Acherem Iskira Levon Goreim Kelohi Kira Vishutifa Bizarem Tsara Kimav Kira Kaisbamarahom Tamari. Okay, now we're going to do the very end. And the end is going to go from minor into major. Miogon Vanacha Padeke Lesnafshi Aselia Micho Hanacha Makikidoshi Tafo Laravacha Estamakamishi Lusasonola Simcha Tomrivi Bitsamalasiri. So very fascinating. Um, this line actually references all of the fast days. Now, why should it reference all of the fast days? You have the Tsam Hachamishi, that's Teshabav. We have the Tzom HaRavii, that's Tamas, and the Tzom HaSiri, that's Asar Bateves. So we'll actually, um, we'll come back to this. And we mention here that we're turning these days into happy days. Um, right, so um, these, these happy days, or Sunday, Monday, happy days. So these happy days will be happy days um, that we celebrate in the future. And this might be based on that tradition. But um, this is something that maybe we'll come back to in most minutes. But um, we reference all of the fast days here. So, and that obviously is happy. And it makes sense that we're finishing off on major. So you hear how that goes. Right? So it's a matter of ending on the minor versus the major. The minor is... And the major is... And then you're going to go into finishing off slichos, which of course... um, it um, it ends as we said before. So you're going to do just I'm going turning to the page, right? So whatever page that is, you turn to that page, and uh, so so you do kemal Chachamim, and then you're going to go into zechor achamecha. Right and after zechor achamecha, you're going to have zechor lonu brusavos. Right then you're going to have um, right to be al harkachecha el harkachecha. Can do that part again. Right to be nu el harkachecha v'samchein v'heis to be l'secha kimo shekosuv aviosim el harkachi v'simach the v'heis to feel a sea all the same as if chayem the ratzonam is b'chi ki beisi beis to feel a yikare l'chol amin and then shemakodeinu. Right, and that goes into the vidui, and then after the vidui you have the other paragraphs of. Kil Rachum Shmecha, Aninu Hashem Aninu, Misha Ana, all very moving parts of the, of the davening. And then finally, by the end, right, so you have the Rachmana, the Anel, Anie, Aninu, and usually this is where Slicho sends and then goes into Avinu Malkinu, so you just make sure you end that part off. Rachmana, Rachamala, Nashtabagalo, Vizman, Korif, or something like that. But again, that, that, that would end in minor, and you're going into Avinu Malkinu. Okay, I hope that, that helped you a little bit for. Just how to think about the structure of Slichos and the Nusuch for Slichos. Anyway, looking forward to davening with you again in the future. Tune in next time and to the other um, series where we have, again, Real Talk Torah, 
and the Muslim minutes where we will elaborate more on this very day of Asar Batavis.